you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low glasses Malone. Pete Dog, what's the deal? You know me. No deals. <laughs> no deals. <laughs> Man, so I literally am icing my leg, right? Um, So the problem ain't necessarily standing up after this. The problem is sitting down and keeping your leg bent. That's the problem. I see. And it makes it swell up. Today I was supposed to go to therapy, and I didn't because it was so swollen, like it was just hurting to walk. You know what I mean? So I can't, when I work through it through that, it just be horrible so today yeah. i have to ice it probably three times a day you know 15 on 15 off 15 on 15 off elevated three times a day for an hour you know what i mean just to get the yeah. swelling to go down you're gonna have to do the uh old thing they used to try to make us do for track to fill the uh bathtub up with ice and throw some water in there and sit in that shit it's for one leg yeah that's crazy as hell. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, I had some crazy epiphanies, and it was based off of a conversation I had with Head last week, and I wanted to talk to you about it. It's yeah, been on my in. mind. Um, is it fair to say 
convenience is the killer of quality? Mm, possibly in some scenarios, sure. In most scenarios, right? Yeah, well, the time it depends on like on the production side to get something produced faster will kill quality to get it delivered faster might not necessarily mean it kills quality ah probably even deliver faster is probably gonna kill the quality of it i don't know sometimes you want things delivered quickly because it shortens the exposure you know to the elements and stuff like that Is that possible? Yeah. Like, what's the greatest, what's the greatest convenient thing that sped everything up that didn't create a loss of quality? Anything shipping. I think we got to do a little bit more research on that. Because, like, it's like the... um I forget which which physics law of thermodynamics is, but the, the law of inevitable decay, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's certain stuff you don't want sun exposure to. You don't want various degrees of... Well, I mean, like... I, and that's why I say, I don't know if that goes with convenience versus... um versus, like, a requirement. I don't know if that makes it more convenient or it's a necessity. True. But but okay, let let's say from a basic standpoint, right? Convenience is the killer of quality, right? Let's say food, for example, right? Like um yeah. the faster food is cooked, it has to lose quality. Like pressure cookers is the shit, but even the best pressure cooked chicken can't fuck with fried chicken done correctly, right? It's it's always gonna be a little less quality. Is that fair to say? Sure. On, on the, the flip side, level, if the know-how was equal. Yeah. On the flip side, you look at, like, say, the automobile, and, like, as production quality improves, like, you know, decades ago, the Rolls-Royce, there was a lot of hand-crafted, ornate interior work done. But if you can CAD that at the same high quality, then you're getting it faster, more convenient, higher quality more interchangeability, you know. Yeah, but even that's virtually impossible. Like, like it could get close, but it'll never be the same. I don't know. For sure. I know that for sure, because just in automobiles, they're just not as good. It's it's a it's a it's a certain detail that comes with the human touch that a machine could never duplicate. Sure. Now I'm not saying you can't have something that's sustainable. I'm just saying the best version of it is going to come from human hands if the human knows how. Yeah. Now, if some well, raggedy could... motherfucker who ignorant on building cars builds a car, I'm going to fuck what his hands do. It's going to be a fucked yeah. up car. But I'm saying if the know-how is the same. Yeah. So I have a good example that would be the German tank versus the U.S. tank. The German tanks in World War II as an individual tank were a superior tank, slower to build, all that kind of shit. But when they broke down, they were fucked. The U.S. tanks might break down faster, but they were repaired way faster and produced way faster. Sure. But as just an isolated individual single sure. item tank at a single time, their tank was a better tank. Okay, so, so the reason I was saying that is I was explaining ahead that I thought today's human mm-hmm. is the worst version of human beings ever created. And it sounded crazy because obviously, you know, just even on this soil, on American soil, we had some human beings that have owned slaves. We had some human beings, blah, blah, blah. We had human beings that would hang other human beings, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm. But the thing that I could respect about any of those things is it was genuinely people being what they were. Yeah, I mean the, the the character durability has declined severely. Like I would respect a guy who does things that at the time were perceived as righteous, but today are perceived as bad. 
but they did it under duress and persevered through criticism and just did what they believed was the right thing to do in the post of today. Somebody tries to do what the hell they think is right. And somebody says, I don't like you. And then they start crying. And that's my point, right? That's, that's my point. No sellers, GL, my man, Pete, Y'all know how we do this thing right here. There's no silliest thing, man. It's finna go in a crazy whirlwind, and we ain't gonna bore y'all and make it long. Girl, but trip, this is some shit that was really on my on my mind. That point is why, right? Because yeah. today is the greatest sense of fake care. Oh, fake yeah. care, right? People Absolutely. act like they care to make other people care about them right which is crazy because caring you know love and it's in, in its extremist form you know what i mean like that type of affection and care is probably the most selfless act when it's authentic you know what i mean it's like yeah if you care about your mother you do things for your mother and it has nothing to do with you you know you do things for your child it has nothing to do with you you do you will do them at your detriment because care is that thing it, not only is it you know, one of the it's one of the most essential human, you know, acts that's necessary. Right. But it's also the most essential human desire. You know what I mean, it's like the most basic, simplest human desire care. You, you desire care. You want someone to care for you. Right. Yeah. So. I've I've had a thought about that, right? Was it attention? Was it um it's attention or connection? And those two things I was talking to Charlemagne and Van about it, and I was telling them care is what fuels both of those. You know, in its earliest form, care, you know what I mean? In its earliest form, care, attention is why when somebody paid you attention, you thought they cared about you. Right. Yeah. That's why they would pay attention to you. They cared about you. And his earliest creation, people connected with things they cared about, like the earth provided for human beings. Right. You know, when they were hungry, when the first earliest human beings were hungry and they seen the earth can provide food, you know, the earth could care for them. That's what created the connection between humans and the earth. Is that fair to say? Sure. Right. As you understand, yeah. it's relation to you, right? I compared it to McDonald's. McDonald's in its earliest inception, right, was a place to get food, right? Food being a sustenance that provides nutrients and vitamins, things that are, ne are necessary to live, right? To, to get energy and go on the next day, right? Mm -hmm. Fast forward. You know, 70 years later, you know, McDonald's being in the 40s, 50s, wherever it was at. Fast forward 70 years later, 70 to 80 years later. You're at a time where McDonald's is so convenient and that convenience, because it's so convenient, means it's available to the masses, is starting to take a hit in quality to the point to where we're questioning, is it actually food now? Absolutely. And that to me is a great illustration of some stuff I'd been kind of talking about off air, you know, in that, like for one, the relationship between like in finance, you know, big corporations and government has effectively removed risk out of the industry. And the mentality between, say, a corporate executive and an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur looks at something where, how can this work? And a corporate executive looks at something as, how can this not work? And we've now removed innovation from commerce in this country in exchange for just simple cost reduction. We can't innovate at the same price something better, so let's just making the same thing cheaper and cheaper and cheaper Incredible. and that's and that's a, a quality crisis and i think even more so than the the you know compromise of caring generation to generation is there's been a serious compromise in duty and courage which those are things that you do or that you display 
regardless of how you're received. I mean, like I think what was it like Aristotle says the most important quality is courage because without it, every other quality becomes compromised if you can't stand up for it. Mm. That's a good point. That's crazy. That's on your mind because it's on my mind. Yeah. Now, incomparable in, in comparison to care, right? Like having that conversation about food and McDonald's and in 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 comparison to care. Yeah. Today, attention and connection are entirely too convenient. Right. Absolutely. Um, if you cared about a woman a hundred years ago, if you were interested in her, right, you had to put a genuine effort to pay her attention. You know, you couldn't pick up the phone and call her. You had to go to her house or you had to write a letter. So that means yeah, you had you to had write to walk, a letter, write a horse. Or give a piece of paper to somebody else that walked or rode a horse. <laughs> and pay them. <laughs> yes. So you had to handwrite a letter. Think about the things you had to go through to hand. You had to dip your fed, you had to dip your pen in ink. Now, mm-hmm. maybe that's not a hundred years ago, but you get the point. You had to dip pretty close. Your needle. I don't know when the ballpoint pen became a yep. thing. No, not not there for sure. Not in 1923. So you had to dip. Mm. You know what I mean? You had to dip your 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 feather yeah. in ink. You had to put effort into writing this woman a motherfucking letter. I got, then you had to, you I had got to find you. a way to get it to her. Like that really required work. If you wanted to see this motherfucking lady, you had to literally, right, get on a fucking horse. Yeah. Or you had to walk miles to her. So when you paid her attention, she can safely say you had to care about her. It had to be some sense yeah. of care to give her attention. So she she wouldn't be wrong to think you cared about her if you paid her attention because at yeah. that time attention was expensive. What you yeah. paid when you paid attention, well, it costs you time. At this time, it's interesting. Attention is expensive, um, but we don't pay for it. That's what's that's what's so unique about the modern era. Um brave the browser and you know basic attention coins token but when it was minted there's a white paper behind it so the guy who founded firefox started brave and his white paper is based on the premium of human attention and how much the free media free social media apparatus free technology pays like you pay attention to app a for three hours a day let's say well you don't get paid for it but app A sells your attention to a hundred marketing merchants, you know? So your attention oh, is more shame. valuable now than it used to be. You just don't get paid for it and you don't have to pay for it. It's being outsourced. But trip off this. It's cheap amongst us. It's at its, its lowest amongst value. Us. It's free. Think about it. A motherfucker for a man to, to it's, give it's a attention woman slavery. Attention? Huh? It's attention slavery. Oh yes, yeah, that oh, for sure. You're giving away attention and other for free, and other people are making money off of your man hours of focus. But 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 not to go that far. Let's that's dope. That far but before we go that far. It ain't that far. But before we go that far, because that's that's a whole nother. It's angle, next door. That, that's something else we could talk about in the regular business too that I was tripping off of, right? Hundred um, percent. But let me let me make that's dope. Let me make my point though, right? So. Right now, to pay that same woman attention, mm-hmm. right, it requires, it's convenient. It's little to no effort. I can take my fucking phone, look at her DM. Yeah. It, it pop an emoji in her, in her inbox. <laughs> so, I got one for you. I c- it literally takes no effort. All right, you're familiar with Gutenberg, the Gutenberg Bible and the original printing press, right? No. So the original printing press worked like you would have these upside down backwards squares of wood with a letter on it. So when you pressed down on a piece of paper, it would show up with the letter and it would be readable. Sure. So Gutenberg's Bible is a huge Bible. It's giant. But he was able to create blocks for every page of the Bible and press a million pieces of paper down and distribute it in mass. Right. So I wonder if Gutenberg was the original player because all he had to do was change the name of Jessica to Ashley at the top and said Boiler played out the same printing press letter to 100 bitches and find out which one hit back first. 
Yeah, that actually is not a bad strategy. Like fifteen hundred. That'd have been my nigga pun from the community. That would have been his play back then. Oh shit! And it just changed him the letters. Yeah, it's funny. So the point I'm saying is, when you get back to care, right, and and attention now, attention is no longer an agent of care. Sure. Connection is no longer an agent cause of care. They're no longer agents of care. Absolutely. They're no longer agents of care. Attention, you don't have to care about anything to give it attention. I follow some people on social media, right? And I don't want to just throw them under the bus because I usually do, but I'm trying not to. I'm trying to. I don't know if it's growing up, but I think I'm wrong. I need to keep it a buck anyway. But some of these people are so desperate to market themselves, right? That they overdo it like yeah. purposely so people can look at them like they're the beacon of things. And I realized this about marketing in 2019. You know what I mean? Nip used to be, shout out to my boy Nip Hustle, rest in peace. But he used to be on me real tough about marketing. And he would talk about me and him and a couple of us and our authenticity being the cornerstone of what we marketed. But the problem with authenticity being a marketable asset is authenticity doesn't have a consistency, right? It has a consistency of you always being you, but other people could never figure out who you are because yeah. it doesn't mean like, if, like, like it's easier to be fake and be one way. Like, you know, no real human yeah. being is one way. Every human being has, you know, a, a, a duality about it, a, a dynamic, you know, it's, it's peaks and valleys to every yeah. human being. Even the, the shallowest person is peaks and valleys to them. You almost can't authentically be like genuine and relatable if you're not a top of the bell curve personality. If you're a right or left side of the extreme on a bell curve and you exist in a one percentile environment how the hell are the other 99 percent going to relate to you when you're being authentic you have to manipulate what you are or what you're putting out to the other 99 percent or they're not going to give they're going to i don't understand this guy. I don't, what the hell's up with that guy and that's kind of my issue right yeah so that's my issue as an artist where it's authentic it's, it's authentic so there's no consistency about you know, there are certain things that are hard line, but it's not always the same thing. Like, like even as a gangster, right? Like, I'm like, yo, I don't believe in snitching, right? Mm -hmm. But somebody will confuse snitching who doesn't, you know, they're not from the streets. And they'll be like, oh, this old lady told on this man who mugged him. And I'm like, yo, that's not snitching. But in their mind, because they don't have a true definition, you yeah. know, they like, oh, well, that's telling the police. And it's like, that's not what snitching is. Snitching is two criminals, one trying to absolve blame of himself and get out of trouble. So he's telling on another person's crime. Yeah. Yeah, well, 99% of people, 99% of people do not believe in actually absorbing accountability. Yeah. Exactly. So you're already at the, you're already at a disadvantage. Exactly. Which makes me the 1%. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which is what gangsterism is all about. That 1%. Mm -hmm. Everybody else feel like, well, whatever I got to do to get out of it is fine. You really got to start making t-shirts like the patch on the motorcycle gang that said one percenter. Oh, yeah, you're right. I got to uh, shout yeah. out to the brothers for that. I got to get that. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching 
to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Okay, so back to the point. Just like McDonald's is convenient, just like right. McDonald's is convenient, right? Is and it's mass distributed. It's starting to you're starting to question how much nutrients and vitamins is in it, and it's also starting yeah. to be obvious that it is not a full quality version of what we call food. Well, that's the same thing with what social media does for attention. Yeah. To a degree, right? It makes it so accessible, it so accessible for somebody to pay you attention that a person paying you attention don't have to care about you. And I'm starting to notice how bad it is to where people are really misleading people to get them. Like the one thing that made care dope connection and attention, you know, all of that as dynamics of care. Care was dope because it was selfless. We're in a phase where care is starting to be selfish. Well, uh, niggas yeah, is yeah. like, yo, it's I extremely care. transactional, huh? Extremely transactional. Yes. Where it's like super like it's all about social currency. Like I'll become socially wealthy if people think I care. Yeah. There's no long game. Everything is um, what the hell's the term for self? There's a, a word for self-serving, but it, it, a thousand percent right. Yeah, uh, self-serving. I cannot, and I was thinking about that this whole time. And the reason I was thinking about that because I was thinking about that from the same phase. What started me on that journey of thought is hip hop, right? Where I remember when Nas first came out with the Hip Hop Is Dead album, and I was like, "Man, that's just crazy." But I'm starting to understand now. I don't think he meant this, but as culture, right, as street urban culture starts to, you know, as America starts to move, especially California, they're starting to move 
you're not going to be able to be poor in California. That's no longer. Well, yeah, you are. You're you're going to be really poor in California. You're going to be broke in California. You're not going to be poor. See, it's different. You're not going to be poor. You're going to be broke. Yeah. But California will not, you know, it's coming really soon. I want to say 10 years. Street or street urban culture. Well, it's it's ceasing to evolve now. It's not evolving at all no more. It's like because you don't have the poverty, you know, the compressed the 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 combination of poverty and oppression and the naturalness of what we do is what created street urban culture, right? That's that's in the Bronx or Compton, same shit, right? That that creates street urban culture. That creates bad education programs, creates the lingo. Poverty created the fashion, oppression created the attitude. You know what I'm saying? All these things are created from these circumstances. Without it, you will not, you know, are already right now in 2023 because the culture is not evolving. Like I'm watching different artists come up and they're like, yo, you know, I'm trying to change the culture. And it's like they just like, well, I'm gonna dress like Atlanta niggas or yeah. I'm gonna rap on Detroit beats. And they think they're evolving the culture. It's like, no, you just biting. It's I would evolve. It's, it's, it's devolving rapidly. Hands down. I like, agree. It's like devolving. to put it really softly. Yeah. So. I was thinking about hip hop and I was like, damn, man, like hip hop is a culture for sale business. And I was telling head this, Mm -hmm. you know, hip hop was the exclusive bridge for America and in the world to get into street urban culture. Like this is how you came. There was only so many, you know, colors, movies and colors, movies only gave you this small peek at it. Remember, it's a police film on gangbanging. So it was about Mm -hmm. the police officers. You didn't get a lot of rocket or high top. Remember, Boys in the Hood is a movie on black fatherhood and 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 Furious Styles raising his son Trey, and then Doughboy and Ricky not having a dad, yeah. and you seeing the different circumstances. So you only got so much Doughboy, like, you only got like so menace, much Chris, you only got so like, much uh uh what's the bust ass nigga that had the Hyundai uh uh oh god Ferris Ferris punk ass you oh, okay. can't fight so he's trying to shoot somebody. You know yeah. I mean you only got so much of them, you know. New Jack City is a is a police officer movie, you know, about a, a police trying to change a crackhead's life and get his shit together. And you only got so much of Nino Brown's perspective. Hip hop gave you Doughboy's perspective. You know, what I mean, um, um, Rocket's perspective, uh, uh, Nino Brown's perspective at yeah. it gave hip hop gave it to you full fledged. You, you got it all right. The so. Moment. That was the exclusive bridge. But now social media, right? You know, YouTube, for example, you can go on YouTube and look at straight people from, you know, people that straight from the community and they're just talking. You can see their fashion, you can hear their lingo. Mm. You know, at one time, hip hop artists, right? You had to be a refined person. You, you, you had to represent the whole community. You know what I mean? Like, like Easy E couldn't just be a representative of Kelly Park. He had to represent that whole area of Compton. And, you know, he had to become skilled as a professional. You know, Corrupt couldn't just represent 60s. He had to represent South Central, just like Ice Cube. Ice Cube couldn't represent 111. He had to represent all of South Central because, you know, that's as close as people could get to the culture. And so with that shit, you know what I'm saying, right? You, You had guys who were skilled. They were professionals and talents. Now, if you on YouTube, it's niggas with no talent that you absorb and culture from. And now that they don't have to go to hip hop, you know, it used to cost you twenty dollars for the CD because mm. you know what I'm saying it cost you yeah. twenty dollars, or you had to, or you had to pay for a concert. Now well, they've they become Google. Free. They've become Google, where there's no market of price to determine quality. So you know, that, that's the theme of the book, like Life After Google. Yeah, you know? makes sense. So what's happening is. I realized like, yo, this no longer is enough. Glass is showing up as a nigga from Watts and, you know, Compton, you know, the West Coast showing up in Oklahoma City is not enough. Like, that's not enough culture. They can get that for free without coming to a concert paying $50. I need to bring Compton and Watts three or four dimensions with me. It, It if I'm going to go it has to come with me. Like I have to bring way more of this upbringing, this street urban culture with me, or I need to bring you to street urban culture. 
Like I can't just bring you here to see me. You have to come see, smell, and taste this shit I'm talking about. This experience that 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 inspired. If it's if if it's my new album, you know what I mean. I need to bring you here, and yeah. it has to be a full quality experience. That's how I got into the point of thinking where we were at with care now and where he, today's human is, you know, and most humans want to pay for a full. They only want to pay for a full quality experience. They do not want to swap their money no more for the shit that they've been buying for 40 years, you know, that they was paying for in 1993 or 1987. That is no longer enough yeah. because culture, street urban culture is convenient as well. And, and yeah, and I think that there's a, another element to it, at least from my observation, you, you saw a pivot in hip hop from people who became successful talking about the struggle and the lack of success, so to speak, versus people who became successful, talented as they were, talking about basically like braggadocious success stories. So then you get people like, like, like the first high school I went to, rich kids with too much money. So they were able to relate to cash money record because they would go out and customize their cars and look just like cash money music videos, you know? So it went from talking about this is what's happening in the community to talking about why I'm so goddamn special because I made a bunch of money and bounced. And, and that became the theme of the genre for a lot of years. And people, as we saw, like in, I won't name names, but we, we've even seen a guy elected president on hope. People like hope. People like dreams they like uh, aspirations even if they have no intent on actually doing what it takes to fulfill them so if you can talk about look at all my designer shit and i did all this and da, 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 da. I mean, how many times people you see repost some success story by some guy they admire that they have no intention of doing any of that shit but they're really inspired by it for 35 seconds versus somebody talking about how hard it was no one wants to hear about how hard it is they just want to hear how good it is they just want well, the results they want the paycheck without the 40 hours well the thing that makes cash money records special and 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 i've i've been telling a lot of people I, I was because, picking on them huh I, I i was just saying no 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 i get it no but let me say this because i have been talking sure. about this to a lot of younger artists because when i tell them a lot of younger artists are like oh gee but what about cash money you know i'm i'm telling them like if i'm looking at a blast video and i'm like hey you know y'all got a ferrari or if Roddy got a ferrari or a lamborghini i'm like Yo, don't get caught up in that. Like, I get it that that looks like that's the thing, right? But the catch is what made Cash Money different, right? And as somebody who's been a fan of their rise, you know, that's from the West. I've been messing with them since 96, 97 as far as a fan. The Big Timer's yeah. first album, right? Um, The difference with Cash Money is they look like project niggas in yeah. Lamborghinis. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean their face. I don't mean they were they black. They wore white tees. Yeah. I mean, they were wearing white t-shirts, Jabos, and Reebok Classics with bandanas doing donuts in Lamborghinis. Yeah. So it's different. Like, like it was, especially at that time, I was selling drugs and hanging out every day with homies and getting in shot out, shootouts, getting shot at, shooting at people, going to jail. But you looked at project niggas having money. That is dope, right? Yeah. But today, what you see in hip hop is a bunch of douches wearing designer clothes <laughs> in Ferraris. And I'm like, yeah, you just look like a douche in a fucking Ferrari. And that's not. They looked like the, they look like the kids that, that, like I said, that my first high school, you got a bunch of designer yeah, you shit, look like, whatever. You look like white people trying to act black. It's like here's a good little stupid story, and it's a, and it's interesting for maybe listeners who aren't in the state of Florida. But we had a huge flood a couple of weeks ago. If you might have seen it, it shut down all the gas pumping terminals at the port, so the metropolitan ran out of gas. So you would I was low on gas. I had to go to like nine or ten gas stations before I could find a station that was actually selling gas and didn't have a line backed up a hundred yards down the street. So I get there and some dude. Wants to cut off all the cars. And he's, you know, mid-20s, he's buff, he's tatted up, whatever the hell. But he's he gets out, he's got a designer hat, designer shoes, jeans, all that shit. And he carries a little handbag Gucci satchel, which obviously you running around threatening people that hard, you got a gun in the satchel. Like, let's not kid around. 
Sure. But it's a different type of look when you pull up in your Lexus and jump out and start threatening people by gesturing to your Gucci satchel. <laughs> My satchel. I love it's that. a pass. I love like, what was that movie? Uh, the Hangover? It's a pass. <laughs> it's a pass. It is a purse. And yeah, that is true. And I, I, that's the separation. So again, it, it, it goes back into the same conversation of quality. You know what I mean? Where things are so convenient that they're losing quality. And you can't sell things that are low quality unless you're McDonald's. Like right yeah. now, if you opened up a burger stand that sold burgers that was like McDonald's, you get laughed at. McDonald's is the only person in the world that could get away with them smash bun cheeseburgers. I remember I went to McDonald's probably two months ago. I was with Jordan. She had got off work. I picked Jordan up. She was like, she wants a McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's and I say, she ordered her food. She gets some kind of nasty ass spicy chicken sandwich. And I order a cheese. I said, can I get two cheeseburgers without the buns smashed? And they was like, huh? I'm like, don't punch down on my fucking burgers. I want my buns to be like buns. So you were and yelling out the window of your car, don't smash down on my buns. 100%. Okay, oh. just to be clear. Right? So I'm I'm like, I'm telling them this, and you should have heard them like they laugh. And I'm like, I know y'all up in this motherfucker punching down on the buns because every time I get a fucking cheeseburger, the buns look like they've been smashed down. They're like pita bread. Imagine a new burger place sold that shit now. It could not happen. And additionally, you couldn't be a new burger place and get burgers off at $3 a piece and make rent. Mm. That's a good point. If you're selling burgers at 10, I mean, I go to the burger places I go to, they're not even great. They're good. They're $10, Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's miserable. That's a good point. Um, But that was my thought. It was like, we're at a place where attention is so convenient. It's so mass. Uh, it's, it's, it's just abundantly available. Mass. Any girl. It, to the point where, like, I heard people be like, oh, they showing me love on social media. I'm like, no, they're not. They showing you attention. And that's a tough place because, like I said, traditionally, attention was associated with love and care. This is 2023, like motherfucking McDonald's, cuz. That's not food. Them, them likes on social media is not care. It's attention. I know. Attention used to uh, 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 care. You know, care was attention was an agent of care. Well, mm. McDonald's used to be an agent of food. That shit is not happening no more. It's done. And I, th- I think part of that also is what's become convenient is attention. You can show somebody attention on social media while you're on your way to work or while you're at work. You used why to have to dedicate to time to attention, you know? Yeah. To give somebody an hour of attention might have taken you three actual hours. An hour there, an hour of attention, and an hour back, and you couldn't do shit else. Now you, you knew can do they three other you. Yeah, you can do three other things. You can give somebody attention on the side while you're waiting someone to hand you your punch down buns. That's just what it is. <laughs> That's a good boy. I well, okay. Okay. You can like her buns while you don't like the ones you just bought. That is true. And she thinks it's love. Exactly. And so someone's at, giving her $100 to validate that. So at, at that point, am I wrong for thinking that this version of human being is the worst version and all? Because this is the most, this is the fakest version of people. It, it is the least dutiful, the least long viewed, the least character driven, the least everything. I mean, you could buy off somebody with a cheap Chinese made piece of plastic in 35 fucking seconds. That's just the truth. I mean, um, we, 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 even on a macro sense, we completely gutted like our manufacturing industry so that we could outsource everything while we 
borrowed and borrowed and borrowed against the dollar to try to push down on inflation on the supply side by sending all of our supply sourcing overseas at the expense of the people who live here. I mean, it's just it, it, from the micro to the macro, it's, it, it's all the same psychology. It just depends on the scope, you know, to which it's applied. How long, how much longer can we go on like this? About six weeks. That's <laughs> <laughs> so all we got left six weeks. We got very little left. Yeah. <laughs> very little left. <laughs> say we got six weeks. About six weeks. Shit's going to implode. It's over. Yeah. 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 I look at commercials every day, be like, yeah, this is how we're going to stop gun violence. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The fact that they made gun violence a thing, not violence, just gun violence or human beings on human beings. It's like, I promise you, I genuinely believe, dog, that they know and they know people are stupid. So I've, I've always said this politicians job are to the greatest politicians. OK, so not the greatest, but the most liked politician. Or I should say the best because greatest and best. I think greatest is quantifiable with impact. I think best is favorable. You know what you like or how many people like them. Doesn't matter the impact. It's just like. I think the best presidents cater to human beings emotions. Totally. I mean, at this point, that's all that it's been for. I would say since the mid 1970s. I would say so which you, president you, is responsible for this. I would say Carter. And then Reagan came in and catered to a kickback in the opposite direction of a different emotional breakdown in a different population. And you have a sliver that shifted over. Oh, well, we felt good and warm and fuzzy about Carter's idiotic ideas, but it made us feel like this is hopeful and we feel optimistic. Then it all failed. And then he came in and said, no, we need to do this and everything's going to be great. And America's going to be great again. Okay. And they go over there and then Clinton comes in and sells bullshit and bullshit. And then Bush, the second comes in and sells, you know, patriotism and other horseshit after the Clinton vision kind of expired on its own weight. And then Obama sells hope and dreams. And then Trump sells, be patriotic again. Fuck the hope and dreams. That shit's not. Yeah. You sell one group sells the abstract and the optimistic. The other group sells the, the reality real and and the immediate, the reality and historical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But is it one sells buoyance and one sells gravity. Say that one more time. One sells buoyance and one sells gravity. (laughs) Oh my God, that's fucking great. Cause, <laughs> oh man, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with these last six weeks? You know what? Every conversation, hold up, six weeks. So we got six weeks left. Let me get that date. About June fourth. <laughs> so maybe June first. <laughs> oh no! So that makes uh one two three. So so that's June fifth. June fifth, okay. June fifth, one, two, three, four, five. Yep, June fifth. So the end of the world is June fifth. Yeah, yeah. Juneteenth like isn't isn't going to be about an, an an opaque delayed freeing of slaves anymore. It's going to be about an opaque collapse of humanity. <laughs> you were a few weeks late hearing about how it all ended. Oh fuck. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that The park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. 
You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.